1: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the Dream Factory, a weekly podcast where we pit your movie ideas against our substantially superior cinematic masterpieces. The rules are simple, we can discuss as many ideas as we like but only one can be taken to the next stage where it will replace whatever they're currently pumping out of the Hubble telescope and become the first sound alien life forms here from Earth. I'm Joel, a man who puts the gas in orgasm and across from me is John a man who has used Elnet hairspray since age three. Hello, John.
0: Elnet, isn't that the baddie in the Terminator films?
1: Uh, is it? Lnet, is that, uh, is it's that. The, no, it's, no, the thin, the it's the thin gold hairspray bottle. You must use hairspray, look at it. You must do.
0: I use clay. Actual clay. You, real. <laughs> I make a bowl, pop it on my head. Pop it
1: on your head, nice.
0: Well, I mean, it is a, it, it's not a bowl cut, but it's not a million miles away. It's quite a, a beast, your hair, isn't it? It's like classic Bieber through a hedge.
1: It's Bieber um, post-scandal.
0: Post-scandal?
1: Yeah, so like, he's been caught in one of his scandals. Um, oh. So <laughs> Drugs, yeah. spitting, monkey. All, but- all things that have happened, or he's been involved in. <laughs> Google any of those. Google the monkey thing. Mental. Genuinely mental.
0: Well, for, for the sake of those who are too lazy to Google, can you...
1: I'm not really sure he bought someone a monkey or he abandoned a monkey. I don't want to get too much into it. It happened in Germany. I don't know the details. Google it. Also, I don't want to really want to say the details. I don't want to speculate too much because I imagine, I imagine by a whisker, his legal team is better funded than ours. Yeah. Because ours is me, <laughs> and How, I don't really know what line. How's that is.
0: evening course going anyway?
1: I stopped going. <laughs> I used the money you gave me for some crisps. <laughs>
0: I did think 75p for a legal course is
1: really good <laughs> stuff. I don't know why I didn't ask for more. I'm <laughs> such an idiot. So yeah, that's that. Google Bieber and monkeys. We're, but that's not the point. That's not why we're here. No, that's our other podcast, <laughs> the Bieber Monkey Podcast. <laughs> the Bieber Monkey Podcast. Absolutely. It's uh It's it's been a real runaway success. Actually, um, it's kind of like cereal. We've we've investigated really right down to the kind of the nitty gritty of this case.
0: And we always thought Dream Factory would be our bread and butter. And the Beaver Monkey Podcast would just be something we do for fun. Our oh, White Dove, yeah, but it's uh, it's the biggest podcast in the world.
1: It's uh, it's really taken off. It's really taken off.
0: So I assume most of the listeners listening to this are only listening because they've heard us on the Beaver Monkey Podcast. Absolutely,
1: and and it kind of in the in the world of true crime and podcasting, it, it, it really does go S Town Serial, Beaver Monkey Podcast, and and they're in um, they're in ascending order in terms of reviews, listener figures, production quality and importance of the case
0: well because everyone thought like serial came along and it changed the landscape of podcasting my dad wrote a porno came along it changed the... but no one was ready for Beaver monkey podcast
1: no no one was ready for it no one saw it coming
0: thanks to Beaver monkey podcast podcasting is bigger than cinema tv and radio put together
1: absolutely and uh, what's real what was really amazing was your commitment to um to becoming a monkey
0: well i had to i had to work out how the crime happened yeah you put yourself in the mind of Bieber. What was left?
1: John John was so convincing that Justin Bieber actually tried to adopt him at one point. Yeah. Anyway, I don't think I think I think that was pretty libel free. The edit will certainly be libel free, so that's fine, isn't it? The
0: edit. You are saying that I have to edit everything you said? Let's say. So the list listener, because I probably edited it all out. All of the allegations that Joel just there was there's about fifteen minutes of Joel just saying things that Bieber apparently did. That I've had to take out
1: things that people aren't ready to hear, <laughs> but I need a forum.
0: Well, whilst investigating the Bieber Monkey podcast, you've you've discovered a lot more stuff that Bieber, mostly animal-based adoption crimes.
1: I mean, look, you can edit it out of here all you like. All I'm saying is, wait for my TED talk. <laughs> it's gonna it's a TEDx talk. I won't lie to you, which I think a TEDx talk is just one you can do off your own back. Is that right?
0: Yeah, I've people go, oh, I did a TED talk, and then someone will go. He did a TEDx talk. Yeah. Like, it was, like it's a real slur.
1: Yeah. I think no. TED Talks you get invited to do, TEDx Talks, you can just sort of shout at people in a park and call it a TEDx talk. Well at least I t- have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, like go, you walk over to people having a picnic and you go, you're probably wondering why you're all here today.
1: <laughs> today I'm going to talk to you about yeah. Bieber Monkey. I'm going to change your life in 15 minutes.
0: I've always thought that life-changing thing is like a bit of an odd one. When they go, oh yeah, how was the film? It was life-changing. Well, I mean, you spent an hour and a half in a room that you met, you wouldn't have otherwise. so that changed your life to that extent.
1: So you think everything you do is everything life-changing? Everything you do is life-changing. Jam <laughs> on toast this morning changed did my life. It? Yeah, it Because did. I won't die.
0: It provided me with some sugar and energy. Yeah. And maybe
1: that... But, I mean, it kind of it kind of strips away things that you would actually consider genuinely life-changing, though, doesn't it? Because what do you describe those as? <laughs> you can't go, that cup of tea was life-changing. And then also, that skydive was life-changing.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think...
1: Because it- your life being changed all the time, mate. Eh? Uh, spoiler alert your life isn't the same constantly yours is as near to that as possible but but your life isn't always the same it's weird because uh, all the people
0: that I've tried to explain this to um, particularly those when I tell them just after they've told me about how life changing you know their first child was
1: yeah I'm like, I'm, yeah everything's, everything's life changing fuck off get over it stop showing me those photos <laughs> I won't hold it um <laughs> We
0: should make some films.
1: Let's do it. Hit me with one.
0: Uh, so Hjon uh, Jarris would uh, like to suggest who? Hjon Jarris. I think it's uh, Dutch. Uh, would like to suggest Bieber Monkey the movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Weird. <laughs> don't don't mention that because we are in talks with production companies. We don't want to jeopardize it. <laughs>
0: yeah, Netflix
1: ten uh, part documentary.
0: <laughs> Bieber
1: Monkey. Bieber Monkey.
0: Um. Right. Daryl Smith. Batman versus Superman versus Alien versus Predator versus Freddy versus Jason.
1: Right, there's a lot going on there. But, 10, 15 years ago, you'd have said oh, that's too many characters on the screen. <laughs> Avengers movies have knocked it out of the park, right? You can, have, you can basically now have as many characters on the screen as you like. Yeah. And it's fine.
0: This is a pathetic six.
1: Before the year 2000, John. Yeah. It was believed in Hollywood that more than four characters would confuse the average human brain. <laughs> Think about it. We're so dumb. Think about it. Name me a film, pre-2000, with more than four main characters. You can't? No, you can't. You can't. So there aren't any. End of. Yeah. You're thinking Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's only four characters in that. (laughs) Name the others. You can't. (laughs) Anyway, I think that might be post-2000.
0: Are you suggesting... The a watershed moment. (laughs) You know that they're making a new Ocean's film with an all-female cast and it's called Ocean's Eight. Are you suggesting that they think people have dumbed down so they need less characters? So by the end it'll be Ocean
1: it would just be ocean <laughs> I was also thinking 12 Angry Men was a thing Yeah, but that's actually just three sets of four it's quite clever what they did there <laughs> yeah so now we can have as many main characters as we like on the screen it's absolutely fine the next Avengers film everyone's in it. <laughs> it like everyone in Marvel is in it Yeah. apart from the ones they don't own so Guardians of the Galaxy are going to rock up Thor's there the whole gang are there Spider-Man's going to be there it's going to be ridiculous but I'm sure they'll manage it yeah. So this doesn't even seem like a fucking challenge. What is it, like six guys? Yeah. That's, average, that's like average stuff this day. That's a, If anything, that's not enough. Yeah. What are the other verses? Kramer movies?
0: versus Kramer. Yeah. <laughs> which is, a, I think it's like a legal marital dispute. So one.
1: read it to me again, but with Kramer versus Kramer in it.
0: Batman versus Superman versus Alien versus Predator versus Freddy versus Jason versus Kramer versus Kramer. Now
1: we've got to film. <laughs> Excellent. So uh, courtroom drama. <laughs>
0: Yeah, because Batman versus Superman, actually, like, the thing that they tried to do was, uh, in the the Man of Steel movie, a lot of the criticism placed against that was the fact that it was a 45-minute two men throwing each other against buildings.
1: Not thing. enough nuance.
0: And so, the beginning of Batman versus Superman, they kind of placed uh, Bruce Willis... <laughs> within the kind of debris of what's happening when these two are fighting each other to give you kind of a perspective. Because lots of people, uh, basically the general idea is that there's just this mindless violence and no one actually has any consideration Mm -hmm. for who does. And actually I read an article recently about the fact that Marvel films, the body count in Marvel films are huge and these are essentially kids films. Yeah, It's kind of mad. So yeah, maybe it is a courtroom drama where we talk about the amount of people who die at the hands of these guys, or it's a really, really gritty courtroom drama. We actually, the the protagonist is the judge, and okay. these are actually three, four separate legal cases. Amazing. That he's he proceeding over, over nice. the course of, it's like a biopic, and uh, the judge is like, well, I guess you could really kind of section my life off into four separate legal cases that really... Really yep. changed my life. Amazing. More than the toast I had this morning. <laughs> uh, Batman v Superman.
1: That is the case, as we just said, of uh, who is responsible for all of the destruction that happens in that movie
0: Alien vs. Predator.
1: Who uh, has custody of Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Freddy vs. Jason.
1: Uh, hmm. Something about dream ownership. I don't really know. I don't think. Who's Jason?
0: If Jason's he, the hockey mask wearing one. I think it might be Halloween. Friday the thirteenth.
1: No, Friday the thirteenth. Halloween's Mike Myers, which is too confusing, isn't it?
0: They use it as a joke, don't they? In um, what's it called? Baby Driver.
1: Yeah, yeah they do. But it's Myers generally masks. something I got confused growing up with. It's similar to me. So it's almost as though my brain isn't able to process that there. Are, there's it's possible for there to be two people with the same name. So the whole Steve McQueen thing. Yes, I wasn't aware there were two Steve McQueens. Um, so the so, long
0: dead Hollywood actor yeah so
1: I thought he directed 12 Years a Slave
0: became a British guy making great yeah, I'd, films
1: I'd never seen Steve McQueen the director okay. and so I assumed that the man from The Great Escape directed 12 Years a Slave and I, I, I think <coughs> and that's shame. fine pardon and shame yeah yeah.
0: Fassbender's yeah. Willie movie that's all I know and for. I just
1: thought but I thought Clint Eastwood did it
0: yeah 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 I I
1: can't kind of sense right
0: ish and I, and I, it's just weird how obsessed with british and irish culture he became
1: and I and I thought and I thought Mike Myers did some Murdering. S- some serious I didn't know that the character was called Mike Myers so I thought Mike Myers was just in the Friday Star. the 13th movies no halloween movies um yeah so it just confuses me and when people talk about wearing a Mark, Mike Myers mask I just always imagine Austin Powers so I've got this issue personally with
0: I don't like horror films I'm not big on 80s action films which is like where a lot of people think oh if you're a film fan you have to have watched all good horror films and all 80s action films and so they think that I know nothing about cinema and this doesn't help because this is you've got two 80s action films and two classic like slasher horror films yeah so I have no idea what's going on I can tell you what's happening in Batman vs Superman but the rest and Kramer versus Kramer but these guys I mean
1: Nice. Well, the judge is telling the story anyway. I yeah. think we've covered that off pretty nicely. It's a biopic from the judge. He's going from case to case.
0: I'd love to, I'd love to be on a fly on the wall on the uh, Alien versus Predator case, though. Because I'm not sure that they have a really specific grasp on the English language. So that would really make for...
1: Some sort of translator? They figure it out. I'd like to see the sketches from that courtroom.
0: The alien keeps eating his, her translators.
1: Good. Fun. Next film.
0: From Steve Lowe, Crouching Tiger, Pete's Dragon.
1: Nice. Okay. I Oscar saw winning.
0: Dragon. Oh, go on. Yeah, you saw the recent one. I the... cried. Were you hungover? Yeah. Okay,
1: fine. I think I was. Well, so, it was...
0: Actually, can I just clarify? There's nothing wrong with crying. I'm not saying you have to be hungover <laughs> to cry. I'm just saying the fact you cried at a Disney film makes me think you were probably hungover.
1: So in my last job, I worked in children's radio. And one of the perks of the job was going to screenings for every kid's film. And they're on a Sunday morning, always. You ever been to one? Uh, No. 10am, Sunday morning, free breakfast, tea and coffee, sit and watch the film. It's actually like an amazing way to spend your Sunday. It would also mean, quite often, the Saturday night before, I had a few shandies. So I'm quite raw and emotional the next day. So I have cried like in the space of a year at all the kid's films, like Kubo and the Two Strings, Peach Dragon the other ones that came out that year I'm just a little weepy man and you don't think you're a
0: crier you don't think it's just because mm,
1: um, yeah I, films do, uh, do get me occasionally but I can't imagine another context I'd watch *Pete's Dragon and really weep but I, I was properly like floods
0: *Pete's Dragon missed me both times so yeah. I don't know the plot entirely but I know that Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon is like you know Oscar winning uh, martial arts film beautiful people define the laws of physics
1: Yeah To fight Peach dragon Yeah Lad is with his mum and dad They have a car crash They both die This happens in the first scene Kids film Pete ends up in the forest Where he finds a dragon And they grow up together And then you have the Inevitable Like deforestation And man Like breaking them up And that sort of stuff Uh, So somehow They have to combine
0: There are definitely Fight sequences in forests, So maybe they're fighting The machine men
1: Okay Nice So they come to the rescue
0: the people from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yeah,
1: they train Pete in the arts, the martial arts.
0: On like, of like running on leaves and stuff like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, which one's that? Jiu-jitsu or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what belt? What colour belt is that when you, when you can brown run on belt, leaves?
0: Brown belt, brown. You don't want to know what you can do for black belt. What can you do? Run on. Air. air. Yeah. Probably, let's be fair. Because those leaves aren't car- aren't holding you up much, but they're just a little bit. They're giving you a little bit of push. Something up push, there, yeah. And then you can fly, basically. once you're black belt in <laughs> Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, martial arts. So the, I assume this is all a metaphor and stuff. The dragon's not real.
1: No, the dragon exists. Oh. Yeah, the dragon exists, yeah. It's an actual dragon.
0: Like a fire-breathing... Yeah, like friendly. a real dragon, yeah, yeah. And it can talk? No. So why are they friends? That's a bit That's a bit speciesist. Yeah, reason, it is actually.
1: a bit speciesist. Um, and also, you've kind of... Impl- yeah, I, there's a universal language there of, of love.
0: Yeah, I mean... D- d- Hence,
1: Weepy Joel. And also, the, the, great, the free pastries they? were sensational. Oh,
0: really? Yeah, top, top pastries.
1: The thing about screenings is you can you can judge how good or bad the film's going to be by how much free stuff there is in the foyer. That's the thing, isn't it?
0: I, can, I guess. That's the theory. They're buying you.
1: That's, pardon? They're buying That's you. That's the theory, yeah. But it kind of goes out the windows of kid films because there's always kids there to entertain. Which also normally means that I'm like elbows out trying to get to a desk so I can build my own mask. <laughs> 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 Just sit in the film with the big mask I made. Yeah. Uh, right, should we move on to another one? Yes, please.
0: What about Heather Ann with, weirdly, kind of vaguely re- relevant to what we were talking about earlier, 12 angry men in black?
1: Now we're talking. <laughs> that This is it. This is what the film I was born to make. I'll tell you why. I, I've seen both films. I can recall both films pretty well. <laughs> I'm we did here, it! <laughs> I'm sat here thinking about when I watched Peach Dragon, I'm hungover, and the dragon was definitely real. But beyond that, I don't really remember it too yeah. much. Crouching Target, Hidden Dragon, I literally just remember them dancing on leaves. Men in Black, I can pretty much remember start to finish. Perfect. 12 of Men, I can remember start to finish. Not difficult, they're in a room. Yeah. The whole film. It's a classic, right? It's a great film.
0: But as we discussed earlier, four people at a time. Yeah. The, the In the shot that you'd only... Watch it again, watch it back. Yeah. We should, uh, yeah. we, we're not wasting your time.
1: See if you can count twelve.
0: There's only four in this. There's only four in the room at any one
1: time. Absolutely, absolutely, imagine, as, as it should be.
0: <laughs> imagine if, imagine if we started like a what's it like um what's the th- what do they call them theories? Conspiracy uh, theory. A conspiracy theory that up until the like the eighties there was only ever four people on screen at any one time. So it's not it's a
1: conspiracy not- theory, mate. The evidence is there. So, twelve angry men in black. What are you thinking? Are you thinking that the men in black? are in a room for the duration of a film like this, presiding over something? Yeah. Or, have they got 12 new recruits in and they're pissed off about something alien-related and they, they're they out there trying to fight it?
0: Well, I think we should uh, exercise both ideas because I I really like the first idea, but I, I'm not sure whether we can sit here discussing the idea of one person trying to convince 11 other people that something is, is or isn't the case.
1: Yeah, Will Smith's got a talk round 11 other recruits
0: who think that an alien committed a crime when actually it was a human. Yeah. Right? Something like that. I much prefer the more literal thing that I think we've got to do, which is... Well, because the whole thing is... The whole men in black thing is they recruited Will Smith because he was like a... He was like a skillful, youth. Yeah. But, you know, skilled youths, as another stereotype, quite angry they're angsty teenagers aren't they
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i think there's definitely something there
1: so what happens john uh, i'll take what you just said and i'll,
0: I'll no, ignore it did.
1: what happens is this tommy lee jones is back in the fold yeah because he sort of comes back for many black three he's back in the fold and they're like look you can retire but we need you to train 11 new recruits will smith's already there so they go out excellent and these are always the best mon- uh, films with an entourage in the best bit is always getting the band together, right? Yeah. Isn't it? Oh yeah. So we get these eleven recruits. They're being trained up. They're loving Tommy Lee Jones, but like, he's amazing. He's the best boss they've ever had. And he's showing them the ropes, you know, he's burning their fingerprints off well, they don't mind it. <laughs> but then they enjoy it. They'll do it for Tommy. Yeah. They love Tommy. Everyone there loves Tommy. Aliens invade Earth, straight away, shoot Tommy in the head. Bang. Fuck. Dead. So the hero's gone. Will has to come out of his office job because he's High up in the Men in Black ranks now. He's, he's a pencil pusher. He's a pencil pusher, yeah. He's brought out of there. He take, he gets the 11 new recruits. They're all pissed off because Tommy's dead. Yeah. They have to fight the alien race.
0: I like this. It's also a, a flip on what you'd expect. I would have expected Tommy Lee Jones to be the one getting more senior and being a pencil pusher and Will Smith still being out in the action yeah. and lovable, so I quite like that. You've kind of flipped it on its head. It's pretty you clever what I did there, wasn't it? You didn't mean to.
1: No, I didn't really think about it. <laughs> what will happen is I'll just sort of speak, um, and I'll look at the recording and think, that's probably enough time for this one, <laughs> and then just stop speaking. <laughs> Little insight there.
0: There we go. Uh, should we have one more from people?
1: Yeah, hit me with it.
0: What about this one from Rachel? Tom Cruise is a dentist working on patients with poor dental health. Mission inflossible. So, I
1: like it. Now, this, there's something good in this, because... Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, you look at him, right? You see those pearly whites. You think perfect, but they're not, are they? He's got a middle tooth, and it's so weird. So I don't know if people you know this, but Tom Cruise's teeth aren't symmetrical.
0: No, they are symmetrical. They're perfectly symmetrical, which is weird.
1: No, they yeah, but they're, oh. they're not, are they? Because the perfect symmetrical set of teeth would be the same either oh, sorry, side. Sorry, yeah. And they and the 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 uh, the front two teeth, the line kind of you want it to be sort of in the line with your in nose, the center, right? Yeah. Look at a picture of Tom Cruise. He's just got one middle tooth in the middle where you'd normally have the front two. And it's fucking weird. And when you see it, you can never unsee it. And that is the weirdest thing about Tom Cruise.
0: (laughs) We broke it wide open. Also, on this, Mission Inflossible, I think there has to be... Tom Cruise is very good at playing a man out of his depth who then becomes a hero. What more perfect man out of his depth than a dentist who has to diffuse a bomb in someone's mouth
1: nice nice so uh, how's the bomb got into the mouth and where are they i'm assuming they're not in the dentist surgery and also you've got a really nice introduction there where it's like tom cruise being cool tom cruise he's a really successful high-flying dentist you get to see him going into work being amazing at being a dentist but yeah then he gets caught up maybe like his wife has a job um working for the secret service or something like that she's kidnapped yeah he has to employ every one of his dentistry skills that you've seen in the first fifteen minutes uh, in order to save her.
0: Or alternatively, he he's got messed up with some wrong people, and I'm not sure how. I'm like that bit out, but it's there's something quite jigsawy about it. So it's he basically gets knocked on the back of the head, wakes up, and he's in he's in basically a building where he has to use all his dentistry skills to do stuff like. Um, Diffuse bombs in people's mouths Maybe they're people he loves This yeah. is quite brutal
1: Yeah I'm loving that That's great um, I mean and- I think um, A mob boss comes into his surgery Yeah uh, And he works on him But then he The mob boss takes a phone call And he The mob boss thinks there's like Patient doctor confidentiality But Tom Cruise goes to the police
0: And he also takes a call Whilst uh, Tom Cruise is drilling
1: Yeah, yeah Breaks yeah, yeah. one of his fillings So he's even more pissed off Too fake Yeah
0: you don't want to give a, a mob boss toothache.
1: The last person you want to give toothache is a mob boss. Trust me. Uh, yeah, Mission Inflossible. Awesome. Take it on. Now,
0: have you brought something to the table? I've brought something to the I table. i brought something
1: to the table. Do you want to hear mine?
0: Yeah.
1: The real issue here is that I sort of come up with a title and then sort of let it lie. So I'm just going to say some words and I would like your reaction, please. Okay. A Clockwork Orange is the New Black.
0: Yeah. Uh, I've seen A Clockwork Orange. Mm -hmm. I've not seen Orange is the New Black Lady Prism Is that what they call it?
1: It's set in a female prison, right? I've seen a few episodes Yeah Everyone loves it A clockwork orange Everyone loves it All female clockwork orange Surely that's where we're we're headed here
0: So they're in a women's prison
1: No, no they're not They're not It's just an all female clockwork orange
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah And then they get arrested at the end
1: And And they go to prison And that's where Orange is the New Black starts
0: Recently, there was like this weird double backlash with the... um, They announced a female remake of Lord of the Flies when I had already come up with the perfect remake of Lord of the Flies. Yeah. So I don't know why they did that.
1: Annoying. It's Uh, weird that you weren't consulted. (laughs)
0: um, And it was interesting because the idea of Lord of the Flies is about kind of like young masculinity and how it can be toxic. So changing the gender and keeping the plot exactly the same. upset, Like annoyed people who were like oh it's PC gone mad making a female version of the thing but it also annoyed people on the other side of the the argument because they were saying well no this is actually a film about issues with masculinity yeah yeah, yeah. so then to make it women takes that message away yeah so there was an interesting double argument and I don't know whether A Clockwork Orange is about masculine toxic masculinity and I think it is a little bit Uh, so will we get in trouble
1: I think oh maybe we will get in trouble with the film guys
0: so it's not gonna win, that's all I'm saying. I liked I like the pun.
1: Yeah, do you know what I don't ever think past the pun. <laughs> well when I'm thinking of the puns, John, I'm not thinking of the greater <laughs> political context.
0: Yeah. So what you should do, pun, greater political context. Yeah. Can it make a movie?
1: Yeah, okay. So next time Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for
0: professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. For me, mm-hmm. so do you remember the film Watchmen? I do, based on the graphic novel that is apparently infinitely superior. I haven't read it,
1: so I can't. Especially like the best, isn't it? It's listed comment. in like the best books ever. Not even the best graphic yeah, novels it is, ever, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Um, there is a character called Doctor Manhattan. Yes, and he essentially is like all powerful. Like to he like he knows the past and the future he like has control over everything like it's stupid levels of power post superman levels
1: it kind of makes the whole thing irrelevant really if he was to exercise any power
0: yeah it's a bit of a weird one and um there is a sequence in there where the comedian is fighting in Vietnam and Dr. Manhattan comes and just obliterates just all the enemies just like makes them stop existing essentially what if that was a cow apocalypse cow
1: (laughs) I was, I was kind of. It works of, on
0: levels because it's a Vietnam movie. Yep. I put a cow in it, eat, and it's an apocalypse. Cow.
1: Apocalypse cow. I like it. I like it. I, I was actually cow. hoping for um, uh, made in Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> and uh, Doctor Manhattan's down on his luck, and he can't find work anywhere, so he has to take up a cleaning job. But he's really fucking good at it. He, he
0: would, he would render all jobs obsolete.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh yeah! Can you clean these apartments? I've oh, done just it. cleaned the whole world.
1: <laughs> yeah. N- next but there's also a love story going on with Jennifer Lopez Ah, oh. so it's quite nice
0: and he doesn't want to do the whole click and make the whole world clean because then he'll put Jennifer John. Lopez out of a job
1: John he can clean the world but he can't understand
0: love he can't no it's a thing in the actual Watchmen film isn't it he doesn't, exactly. he doesn't so get
1: it he doesn't get emotions apart from when because he's so logical
0: when he meets J-Lo when he meets
1: J-Lo exactly
0: and it all changes Doc- made in Doctor Manhattan I prefer Maiden Doctor Manhattan to. I'm sorry to have cow. hijacked your
1: um, apocalypse well, cow.
0: I still I, like the idea of a cow running through the fields of Vietnam, big and blue.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's a great idea.
0: Did you. In Watchmen, uh, one of the things about it is because he's like. He's just a blue being and he doesn't have clothes. Mm. So, like, throughout the film, he's just walking around with his, his knob out. His, yeah. His blue knob. Yeah. Except for when he does like TV appearances where he just. I always find it funny because I swear he just then opts for like a thong.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not like I won't put on a suit. Yeah, you know, I'll cover up the minimum money to cover up. <laughs> TV appearances, so stupid.
0: <laughs> like, wh- why, why about being a big blue entity has made him decide I'm going to be naked?
1: I'm not sure. Thought, it's just hard I'm- to find anything to suit you.
0: Blue, blue is
1: a hard colour to pull off It really is, yeah It clashes with all his clothes Exactly What's he wearing? It's so hard <laughs> Can't wear black shoes
0: <laughs> Absolutely not uh, And that. Oh, and when he goes on his first date with J-Lo He can't work out what to wear oh. So he, he opts for the thong again yeah. But she's embarrassed Because it's
1: <laughs> a formal dinner With her parents <laughs> This has got legs I'm telling you Um... <laughs>
0: A rom-com with a godlike entity that doesn't understand love. It's not been done before.
1: No, exactly. And, and it's difficult to find something, a path that hasn't already been trod when it comes to rom-coms. So well done us. Thanks, me. And thanks, me. Right, and that uh, brings us to the end of our time here. As ever, there's a, a rap on the studio door. Someone's about to come in. Um. And there's a blue glow outside that window, John.
0: I mean, Frank, I think he can walk through doors. So the fact that he's actually it's polite the
1: decency to knock... It's polite. We've had this before with Dr. Manhattan. We always try and convince him that he's, uh, he's actually shown up early for his, uh, for his booking. But obviously, he knows all things. Has the decency to
0: knock, but not the decency to hide his big blue cock from Put
1: him. it away! Uh, until next time, John, a pleasure. Pleasure. Bye. Make the same no-brainer decision as over one million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.
0: Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.